0: We're back. The show is back, everyone. We are. We're back. We're back. We're here with another episode. Three, two, one. Life with Josh and Amir. Let's do this.
1: On this week's episode, it was just Josh and I. Josh is being a crackhead right now, but that's okay, man.
0: <laughs> um, fucking, I'm staring this dude down over here. I'm
1: like giving him all the dirtiest faces. He was, like growling and shit. Dude's on like, crack, bro. Nah, but this conversation was fun. We started talking about like goals, like long term goals, and. That wow, you were weird, bro. It's okay. Um. Anyways, so we started
0: talking about long-term goals, and I'm not gonna let you this do this conversation, intro. huh? I'm like, I'm not gonna let you do the intro. Then
1: why are you growling at me? You
0: know, I'm just it's no. It's so fine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're so good. Do you want to go,
0: bitch? Fuck you. Do you want to fight? You're a cut. Let's fight. Do you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like <clears throat> for real. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of Life with Josh and Amir. Today, me and Amir, we sat down in a Set setup, and we did. We just talked. Yeah, it was all over the place. Not, no, yeah, it was. it was. We just had a conversation, about just a one friend to another. We're talking about the future. We're talking about buying a house.
1: Yeah.
0: We're talking about college and stuff. Yeah, and there's nothing that segues
1: into another in this episode. It's all just... A lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, they usually don't build on each other. No. Which is the beauty of the podcast.
1: Exactly. Exactly. All right. Without further
0: ado, us talking. Yeah.
1: This episode of the podcast.
0: Philosophy. Politics. Art. Music. Morality. morality philosophy. Fitness, religion, health, religion. Art. Aliens. Morality. morality Spirit. Spirit. Basically good, right? Yep. I mean, shit. Why do you? Why do? Why does your dog do that? It's not my dog that's barking. Oh, it's the neighbors. That's no. But your dog. Okay, so for those of you listening, just we'll just start with this. Amir's dog will come up to the door. If you've been listening to the last few podcasts, you will know that his dog comes up to the door and it scratches like on the glass door, and will like start barking and whining. And legit, all this man does, all he does, all Amir does, is he just grabs a dog and he just moves it. He's so tiny. He legit, he just moves the dog, and basically he's like, "Go away, leave us alone. We don't want to talk to you." You make me sound like an ass, and I was saying I that seems like animal cruelty.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, so you give in context, right? Right. We're trying to record, and then you're hearing a dog bark in the background. It's like okay, shit, dude. But yeah. if I move the dog and you know I put him on the outside, of the other side of the gate. Right. It's probably fine. Why isn't he playing with Max? I don't know. Go, or go inside. He might. Wh- I don't know why he's whining right now. What time is it? I don't
0: play know. Play? It's, see that's the thing. It's the most random times. You see, I feel like your dog doesn't have a set schedule. Like he just wants to do its own thing. Like whenever yeah. it feels yeah, I like it. Yeah, think That's what dogs do. Yeah.
1: Yeah they eat sleep and shit
0: and then they want your attention at like the most random times like they'll see you doing a podcast and they'll be like hey why don't you have me on the podcast and you'll be like because you're a fucking dog and we don't talk to dogs on the podcast we'll have a dog on the podcast we'll have max on how funny would that be that'd be funny just to get a picture. Just to get a picture, yeah.
1: They'd be like, "Sit, have Max sit, and have him by have the him microphone." Sit. Exactly. Take a picture, like we had on Max. I'm pretty sure uh, Joe Rogan did that with his dog.
0: Yeah, with Marshall. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I wanted that Max. That'd be funny. Too with
0: Max, it would be funny. Yeah. What if you could actually have a podcast, like like me and you would have a podcast, maybe, but we would just have it with Max. Just sitting there. Just like with us, he'd just be a distraction, is what he would be. Yeah, I'd start like playing with him. That'd be a terrible podcast. Yeah. It'd have like no substance to it at all.
1: No, because we'd both be like paying attention to the dog. Exactly. Or he'd like chew our microphone.
0: <laughs> exactly. It'd
1: be funny though.
0: Yeah, it would be funny. Just for the picture's
1: sake, it'd be funny. Yeah. You could try that one. Man. Just take a picture of it. Yeah, why not? Why not?
0: That's what I say. let man. I'm down. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a new setup, so. We are doing a new setup. What we've done here is normally... Okay, like initially, let's just go through a history of the podcast real quick. First thing we did was we had a table mm-hmm. where it was you on one side and it was me on the, or no, it was me and you on one side and then we put the guests on the other side. Well, the
1: very first two. Let's go back even further. Okay,
0: let's go back. We even. did, let's go. Okay, so the very first two
1: that we did, we did on this round table that we are using right now, but on this round glass table and we recorded the first two on our phones out in the pool house. Right. And then we recorded the next, what, four?
0: in your mom's mom's office office
1: on our phone and then after that we
0: we used books remember to hold the phone up so we could stand up like a mic
1: wow that's funny
0: we used to hold we used to use books to hold the phone up
1: yeah so we can oh that's funny i remember that and then we what did we do then we had the table
0: then we got the table and we bought all this shit yeah we bought some cheap ass mic stands some cheap ass microphones an actual good mixer some cheap ass cords just a bunch of cheap shit, basically, and we're like, okay, let's actually do this fucking podcast thing. Like, let's do it and seem professional because everything looked really cool. Like, everything is all black and yeah, it, it you looks can't good. tell. You can't tell that the microphones cost like ten dollars. They were twenty. It was twenty for the microphone, the shock mount, and the ports that they too. came with. that's
1: true. So this is probably this was probably only
0: like ten dollar microphone, maybe. That's hilarious. Ten dollar microphone. And now what we've done. So initially we had that table where we, me and Amir would be on one side and then the guests would be on the other side.
1: Or guests.
0: Guests or guests. Then what we did is we moved to this round, back to the round table. And what we did is we kind of split it up. So if we had like four or five people, like we did with the first podcast that we did this winter, we kind of evenly distribute everyone around the table. Yeah. And what we've been doing lately is we kind of have one person on one side of the table and we just split it split into in thirds. thirds. Exactly. Yeah. That way it feels less like an interview. Yeah. It feels more chill. What we've gone and done now we, <laughs> is we've taken the chillness like a step further. So I'm sitting on a couch right now. Exactly. And then we went and moved the round
1: table to the side. We're in a back corner of the room. Josh pulled up a bench. We're chilling.
0: Exactly. We're chilling. We're completely chilling, and yeah, it's funny because we pretty much said goodbye to the chairs altogether. We just said, okay, you know what? We don't even need chairs. Like, let's straight up, let's just sit on the couches. Yeah. So now, Amir's That would be a cool idea. Because
1: like, for a studio, is having couches in there instead of chairs. That's something I've seen some people do. Yeah. When it works, I don't know. It's like more comfortable.
0: I think it just depends what kind of vibe you want to have. I think it would yeah. be cool if we had a round table. Yeah. And then a, a couch to go around it.
1: Oh, that's nice. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. We're like chairs, but like Jedi Council chairs. You know, like the <sighs> That big, would be. Dude, our, if we.
1: Like couch, no, not if. Ladies and gentlemen, chairs. when when josh and i have our own studio fuck it when that it's gonna look like a fucking nerds lair have like the jedi council seats we should actually try to find some <gasps> that are hella comfortable we should,
0: we should just make some we should we find could someone totally
1: do do that
0: who does like carpentry and stuff mm-hmm. like design our own studio like and do all that ourselves that would be real cool man that'd be dope that's a lot of money one day that would be a lot of money we have like a little Yoda chair and everything too
1: Just in like the background. Yeah.
0: That would be, that would be amazing. Oh my God. One day, bro, we're doing it. It's happening. Fuck it. 2030? 2030. God, that's so far away. 11 years. Uh, I say let's try. 10 years now. Shit. Let's try and make it happen before 2020 is out. Have our own studio. Yeah. Or some kind of studio at least, even if it's not like the dream one that we want to have like forever and ever. Shit. We both, I need to start working again. Start working. Yeah, right now I'm trying to build my career, like yeah. my whole future. I'm building it now. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's good. I think having our own, actually, even if it's like a tiny little place, as like an actual, because we're using the house, And yeah, this is like a cool space to use. But in terms of practicality, it's better to have people go to like an actual studio than it is to have them come to my house.
0: Or convert your house into a studio. But in order for us to do that, we need to have our own house. So what we could do is. We could also do something like with that one mixing engineer I went and talked to. You know, you remember how I told you how he had his studio mm-hmm. in a room in his house mm-hmm. and he converted the hallway into like a vocal booth. Mm-hmm. His roommate's room was like the other room, like right in front. Mm-hmm. And he had like a bed and everything in there. And then they had like a kitchen that is right there when you walk in. Okay. So actually, so let me back it up a little bit. You're at the front door. You walk in. The kitchen is right in front of you. Like it's like a hallway, but it's like a kitchen. And then the first door to your left, when you walk into the house, that's his studio space. That's where he mixes. That's where he has, he has amps and preamps and all kinds of things, recording things in that little room. And then to the right, directly to the right, if you just turn 90 degrees to your right from there, there's the hallway and it's been converted into a vocal booth. So there's more rooms back there. But in order to get to them, you have to go through the studio room, Mm -hmm. and there's a back door in the studio room Mm -hmm. that will actually take you to the other side of that hallway. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, there's like two doors in that room They take you to different places. And then if you turn right again from the hallway, there's another room, and it's like a whole bedroom, and that's his roommate's room. So, I'm assuming that his room is behind his studio room, behind the hallway, which has been converted into this vocal booth section. So what we could do, if we got our own house, is is if we live together, we could have we'll have our own kitchen. This, okay. And here's then, the thing: that happening at the end of 2020. We don't. The problem is we don't live in the same place. That's what I'm saying. We'd have to live in the same place. So if I have Channel Islands. So yeah, like if you if you come down south, like me and you get a house together, because by the time I finish college, I'll definitely have enough money to. At least go halfers on a house.
1: Oh, for sure. Probably me too. Yeah. Oh,
0: that'd be kind of fun. That'd be cool. That would be kind of cool. It wouldn't
1: even have to be a big house. It has to obviously have at least three bedrooms.
0: Yeah, so we'd have a studio room. we have a studio room. And we'd have each of our own personal rooms. That's kind of cool. And we'd be the kings of the castle.
1: dope as fuck,
0: dude. depending on what kind of house we get, what area, and how much it costs and stuff, we could probably rent it even. We could probably like rent a room. Then you, yeah, well the way so,
1: the way you want to do that is, so you can either rent it out so someone just lives there, or you rent it out so I know like Airbnb you can rent out a room, um but then it's like constantly random people coming in and out, versus if you rent a room to someone. But typically the way that that works is it's usually let's say someone owns a two-story house mm-hmm. and the bot or like whatever where they have a basement and that basement is like its own space like it has its own kitchen or kitchenette it has like all its own amenities, people usually rent that out, Right. not just an individual room within a house. I mean, in the Bay, I'm sure that happens all the time. And I know like my cousin, he lives in Santa Barbara. He paid a like $600 a month and he lived in a room. Excuse me. He lived, he paid for a bed in a room that he shared with three other people, not including him. So there's four people in one room. So, you paid $600 a month for a bed, for a corner in a room.
0: Right. Ridiculousness.
1: Crazy. But, so, I'm sure, like, if we did, so, we had four rooms, you rent one out, have one as a studio, and then we have the other two for ourselves. Right.
0: So, that's actually not a bad idea. That would be cool, man. Because you don't have to go, like, in LA or anything. Like, this guy that I was was talking to you about, his house is in LA. Like, it's in the hills in LA. Mm -hmm. So really we could get a house in like ventura area or something that's where joe rogan's studio is actually really yeah it's in ventura it's not
1: in la no fuck no well i mean that makes sense. he doesn't actually live
0: in la he lives in malibu right he lives in malibu yeah, yeah. but obviously really nice area yeah but having uh your place in ventura is so much cheaper oh i'm sure it doesn't make any sense not to do that you know but what if
1: we did that we could it so we again we have our own living space that's actually not a bad idea. Save up money through college. And then once we're done. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, if I went to, then I would need to do night classes. But let's say I go to law school and I decide to go to law school somewhere out in LA. Mm-hmm. I do night classes during the day. I'm, I mean, I work, but weekends, I'm, we're good. So. Right. Um, exactly. While I'm finishing that part of school, you'd probably be working more than I am. But I'll also work and then we just get it done. Right. I'll be a grind, bro.
0: That would be a so potentially
1: this could be happening within the next few years for sure i think
0: we can make it happen it's just a matter of like how bad do we want to make it happen
1: how much money we got to save And we have to like really think about this
0: yeah i mean it's pretty easy to see like okay how is this gonna work like it'd be no, pretty sure. easy to like actually you know like so do you want to would you rent a house or would you want to pay like a down payment on a house the fuck we are not renting a house dude why would you because why would you rent? No, renting is stupid there's no because it doesn't make any sense to rent you're
1: you're paying someone else's mortgage exactly when you rent versus when here's the thing and let's say one of us or both of us decided we didn't want to live in that house anymore we could still own it but then you rent it out exactly you rent out the whole house
0: the only thing that would be complicated is figuring out how do we pay for this house yeah because
1: well we'd have to have full-time
0: jobs probably not you don't think so well so, i guess if it's why? two of us working <laughs> why would we need full-time jobs um i think well, we need a way to pay for it well the first thing forget all that the first thing is because like obviously we'll have enough money by the time we finish college or i know at least i will yeah. i'll have plenty of money by the time i finish college to put a down payment on a house it's just a matter of actually Hey, the first thing is doing it yeah <laughs> getting there because once you get there everything's fine because you, you have the money you're good to go right you've done it the only thing that is complicated about that is mm-hmm. figuring out how do we literally both own this thing like how do how do we figure that out
1: so the way you know? that that usually works so obviously we're not married so
0: exactly <laughs> but when you're married
1: things are under both your names but i'm pretty sure if you bought a house with like a group of friends i'm pretty sure you could do joint like you both owned it I'm pretty sure there's ways to do that.
0: And in that case, that see, the only thing that gets tough there is splitting the equity between each of you. Mm-hmm. Because then you have to have some kind of agreement where we say, you own half of the equity of the house. Right. And I own half of the equity of the house. right? And then if we decide that we want to live with anybody else, then they would pay us, mm-hmm. essentially, because we'd both be the homeowners right right, and that only gets complicated because basically whatever we do we both have to agree on it all the time
1: yeah i so, mean we'd be living well that's the thing when you live with people you have to
0: it's not just that we're living together though we're we're both owners right so that's that just right, adds another that's layer of complexity
1: when you both when you when you're both an owner of something whether it's a business whether it's a home communication is very important right so let's say hypothetically that is what happens owning that and then figuring out okay well let's see, other people do move in with us you know we have to we have to be cool with it i mean because if we're not then it's like okay
0: like we're not doing this then exactly it would be difficult it's not impossible though no that but again that's just one avenue it is it is god damn there's so much reverb are you sure you don't have a blanket dude not none of the, my parents may let us use no damn bro i'm tempted to just like bring a blanket in here myself because legit like i was already thinking about this earlier if we put a blanket draped it from like that amp maybe put that chair like over here or something and then draped another blanket like over the drum set this would probably sound really really good Oh, yeah and then probably put like another blanket or maybe just use the same blanket between like
1: we we might have another one of these tablecloths we can find later but something yeah
0: if we just had like a little bit of something especially for this whole yeah area right here that's a huge problem area yeah so that would be cool that would be cool yeah
1: i like the idea of because the thing well here's another thing too that we have to think about obviously if we let's say we both i go to channel so we're already both down in that area exactly and let's say that's where we decide to settle i think that's where we're both pretty much we like that area, but it's also way
0: cheaper to live in other places
1: and to start shit like that in other places.
0: I can tell you this, this, cause this is something I've been thinking about recently. Yeah. You can do things on your own if you have your mm-hmm. own endeavors and pursuits, mm-hmm. but if you do them with other people, you will get there faster and you will get there more easily. Oh, for sure. Or it might not be easier, but it will definitely be more cost effective if you're working together with someone else.
1: Well, Because then you're splitting the cost. Think about trying to put a whole down payment on a house by yourself.
0: Exactly. I mean... Well, the thing is, it's true. You can get further together with others than you can alone. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So, that's it that's the only reason why I think it would be so good to, like, do something like that. Like, go halfers on a house. Because, obviously, it might be a little bit of a headache because we're literally splitting ownership of the house. Right. And so, it might be difficult sometimes to come to an agreement on certain things right and whatnot and so it would definitely be there'd be a good amount of navigating that would have to go into Uh, it for sure you know it'd be like navigating a whole new relationship pretty much it'd be different because yeah because you're just adding layers onto a pre-existing relationship
1: we'll think so we're already friends right and then we're now business partners and we also now own a home
0: together. That's that you're adding a lot of complexity. You know, it's funny. Um, you know, what you have to do in that situation is you just have to make sure if you're building everything on top of a friendship. Yeah. You have to basically continue, continuously refine that friendship and, yeah. and make sure that that friendship is as strong as it can well, possibly because you be. You
1: can't do something like that if you have a weak friendship with someone. You can't. So Socrates used to talk Where's Aristotle actually it might have been both of them they used to talk about so that in ancient Greece they used to live with their friends right you can only do that though if those are real friendships that have been developed and they're strong well because
0: you you got to think about what you're if you have multiple layers of a relationship like that you have to decide like what is it being laid down on what's the foundation right. is the foundation your business relationship is right. the foundation your friendship is the foundation is it based in something else right right to bring out what that's based in for some people let's say someone
1: moves in with their girlfriend okay what's that based on their romantic relationship Their romantic relationship exactly. If you are friends with someone why are you move okay because you're friends with them for us it's it's multiple things it's the fact that we're friends it's also the fact that we're essentially business partners in this right we're both we're owning this home not only to live in but to work in right right and that's the biggest thing is we we would work where we eat where we sleep where we live where we do everything exactly so it's figuring out how to navigate that and you're right what is that built off is that i think the
0: friendship aspect or is that built off the business aspect i think the trickiest part of that whole thing is just not losing our friendship because things like that can be stressful they will, well, they, they will inevitably be. they will be because you'll have all these other layers well, beyond the thing is just the, the fact that you guys are friends right well in the
1: realities think of the like different ways that you and i our lifestyles are a bit different right? I mean, you tend to get up significantly early. I mean, I'm not, that's not the biggest thing, but it's navigating those things and figuring out, okay, well, what are we good with? What are we not good with? Because the reality sacrifices are going to have to be made. Each of us will have to tweak the way that, because the thing is, everybody has their own individual way of living, the way that they do things, right? But when you live with people, the reality is you don't get to just, obviously you can work around it, but you don't just do the if things if you're we just
0: say if we just say it was like me and you we just have to find ways to lock in with each other right yeah just that's c- what it is find ways to make it just the best that it can possibly be right you know
1: for sure because it- sorry. go god
0: oh i was gonna say like that's funny like you could tell that i had thought of something that i wanted to say yeah. i didn't even like i didn't even realize i had made it obvious that's funny i thought that just happened in my head but yeah, like no, you saw I, it yeah. um that is so funny. But what I was gonna say is like, for example, like if you're watching T V or something Right. and like I want complete quiet. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So it would have to be shit like that. So we'd have to have like certain agreements about things, we'd have to have certain rules. We'd have to have systems and ways of doing things. That way we can both always was be like a
1: bad joke, but never mind. Always
0: be happy. Why? <laughs> Nothing. No, you gotta say
1: it. Yeah, you know, don't don't bring a girl over at the same time and um Get down to business. That'd be funny. Yeah. You <laughs> awkward that would be like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Yeah. You're just sitting there all a You're like, oh, wait, huh?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Agreements. people. Agreements. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but like for real. No, no but way. like on a like, well, serious
1: note, though, like, you do have to figure things like that out. Like, okay, when are you okay with, like, is it okay if I'm like there is tv on is it okay like, okay do i need to turn this it off it depends now? yeah
0: because like if you're like in the living room and you're being hella fucking loud then i'm obviously like if i'm trying to go to bed or something and you're in the living room being hella right. loud i'll probably just be like go to your room right you know well the thing is i mean
1: i probably have a tv and shit in my room so i have no reason though
0: honestly i think in that kind of situation you would want to pretty much have everything in your room yeah and you would probably want your rooms to be like on opposite sides of the house yeah too <laughs> And then have the studio, like, in the middle.
1: Probably. Well, because think about it. Like, if I had... Obviously, there's a common living space that we would share. So, of course, we'd probably have stuff out there that we both use, like, couch TV, all that shit. Right. But in terms of, let's say I'm going to be up... I don't know, because I do stay up... I don't know if I stay up later than you, actually.
0: What time do you usually go to bed?
1: Like, okay, during, like, school, I probably crash by, like, 12.
0: I would say that that's fair. I would only crash that late because I'll probably just stick to... um, the schedule that i have now right um or that i had to the schedule i had to do at the end of this past semester yeah because what i'll, I'll do is i'll practice drums at the end of the day see that's something we have to figure out too when as opposed to first thing
1: well that's something we figure out too though when do we do that when do you practice drum? when are we cool with that because let's say i'm trying to do something right where i need more silence and then there's and i'm like fuck right yeah so it's figuring that out maybe when one person's let's say i'm working because i'll probably i'll mean, i need to work right for at least you know depending on what i'm doing i
0: mean honestly by the time this all happens i'll probably be out of school so oh yeah me too like literally i don't know it would just it would depend Mm -hmm. i mean it would depend on like what i'm doing for money yeah it would depend on a lot of things because i'm because i'm trying to think about it Depending on how much the house is, Mm -hmm. like depending on how much I have saved up and how much money we put down and things like that, it would like those are all like variables. Right. I might not even need to make that much money. Right. If all I need to worry about is like a few things. If all I need to do is like feed myself
1: and like pay the mortgage.
0: Help pay the mortgage. (laughs) If Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, you think about it, if that's like it. And then other than that, there might be some other routine expenses associated with like, I don't know, like gas for the car and things like that. And then I'll probably want to have money saved, obviously, for incidentals and things like that. Right. But like, you know, know, other than that, like if you can just cover like your basic needs, Mm -hmm. you don't really need much other than that, especially if I already have my drums, we already have the studio shit set up, you know, we pretty much, there might be a few other things we need to buy, obviously. Of course. You know, um... But, you know, we could always steal a fucking couch. It's fine. <laughs> you know, like, we're not going to need to spend, like, tons of money on shit like that. Like, no. extra shit.
1: No.
0: You know? We'll just need, like, the basic bare necessities.
1: Well, what more do you need? I mean, okay, you have a couch. You have shit in your living room. I mean, and I like the way, that like, the minimalist kind of look. I mean, my room has way too much in there. Which is funny that I'm well, like, yeah, think, I like...
0: Think about stuff. that. You already have all of your shit. In so, when you room. get a house, you'll just take all your shit that you already have... And you'll just right. put it in your house. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> you just take it from your parents' house or whatever and you just Move put it in own. yours.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Let me gnarly roll.
0: Let's make it happen. I'm saying, like, joint partnerships, joint ventures, joint endeavors, that's the way to do it. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, it's, it's so much easier.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. And it's... I, I feel like it can make the hard times more enjoyable, too. Because <laughs> the reality is, like, because then you have someone there with you and you can make light of shit. You know what I mean?
0: And you can, not only that, but you can support each other in each other's endeavors. So, for example, right. I could find ways to support you going to school, extra school beyond like what I might do right, and going and working towards being a lawyer and you could support me and doing music production and gigging and shit like that. And figuring out ways to help each other. In exactly. That we can just find ways to support each other and exactly. to, to help push the because, other person to be their best.
1: Right. Because joining there, obviously we have the podcast that we do together, but when you're around people who are also motivated, who want to get shit done and who are trying to do something like you want to do, like I want to do, if we
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously have our own individual passions that we want to pursue. Like you're saying, we can push each other to do that. If one of us is starting to be like, God damn, like we're going to. We can oh, so find like, whatever it is.
0: We can find like a joint workout routine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna start lifting.
0: You gotta start doing calisthenics and running. Alright. I already do calisthenics. Nah, but you gotta do them. Yeah, I gotta really do them. Yeah. Alright. Agreed. Let's do it. Like we'll we'll have to I think that would be a good way to do it too, is to like prat- work on keeping up with each other. And constantly pushing each other. And pushing like each other. Right. Both. I think that's a good pulling the other person up. And then also pushing the other person forward, right? So I'll be pulling you up and pushing you farther at the same time, right? And then vice yeah. versa. So like way. in things that where you're better at it than I am, like make it a goal to push you to be better at that, and then I pull you up. And the things while where you're- also helping you with the things that I'm better at than you, and then vice versa.
1: Right, exactly. And I think that's one of the great things about living with people <laughs> you're friends with. That yes. Are, right, because you can push each other and renew. And there's. It's not just, oh, I live with you. I obviously need you to pay the fucking bills with me. It's like, no. Like, if you're with your friends, there's already that base desire of care for that person. So, you want to see them succeed. And when you see them kind of, like, slacking or whatever the fuck it may be, you can now help that person.
0: The thing is to just – that's why you need to go in with, like, an understanding. Like, you need to lay things out, like, ground rules. Like, here's the, th- here's the deal. anytime we need to say anything to each other we just fucking say it like straight out blunt fucking like this is how it is exactly like if you're being a lazy piece of shit just call them (laughs) a lazy piece of shit like that's how it's got to be right if you want them to go fucking work out with you just tell them be like hey bitch it's eight o'clock you should be fucking up right now (laughs) get the fuck up don't put don't don't eat that fucking banana bitch you can have it after (laughs) we work out we're gonna go run right now (laughs) we're gonna run We have
1: never done fasted cardio I've never done it. So that'll be something else will make it's, me do. Just time. Like, Alright, motherfucker, we're going. Fastest cardio time. bitch. Exactly. A good time, bro.
0: This is all this is all very nice and everything, but we do have like at, like two what is it, two and a half years? Three years? Something like that? We have to get through first. Two and a half, three years. Uh
1: yeah, two and a half more years. Yeah. If we're on track to finish in four years, which I mean I think I I, I am. I don't know if you are probably
0: Yeah, I just need to take some summer classes and things.
1: I'll probably be out in four, four and a half years.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Hopefully four. Preferably four.
0: Yeah. I think it's important to continue to, like, look at your plan, like, look at how you've paced things out and constantly evaluate that. Oh, Um, yeah. To Not only to, like, remind yourself, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Not only to remind yourself, like, where you're at, why you're doing the things you're doing, and, like, the greater goal and the scheme of things, but also to just, like use that to continue forward right you know like right. have all the little steps mm-hmm. that make up the big map and break everything down into its simplest form so you can see when you to take this class and this class you know like that right and then when you're actually in it when you're actually in the semester and you're taking these classes breaking down each class to understand like okay
1: what do you have to do and to how be successful in the
0: class And then understand, okay, this is my, then I have my job and I have maybe this, I like, you know, I got to fit in my exercise like this. This is how I'm going to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to do this other job that I'm doing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff. Like just break it all down into its smaller parts. And When you break it
1: down like that, it makes it easier to see like what exactly you do, how much effort is required to get what you want out of the class. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what I have to do, especially with how busy some of my days get nowadays you know is um i just take every day like a step at a time
1: that's the best way to do it you
0: know because if you're always worrying about everything all the time it will fuck you up you'll be (laughs) paralyzed you won't be able to do anything yeah no you can't always worry about everything Mm -hmm. it's important to focus on one thing yep put all your energy into that and then say okay we're done with that and then move on to something different (laughs) right Right? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's
1: also important to analyze, like, what do you want from something? So let's say a a class, right? What do you really want the A? How bad do you want that A? I mean, like you said, you were like, dude, I could put in half the work and get a B. Fuck it, right? Exactly. Depends what you want out of something. If you want, you have to be willing to put in that work. It
0: is really crazy how much extra effort you have to put into something in order to get out the... Littlest bit, like once you start getting to the top, you know. Oh yeah. It's like that eighty twenty principle. Like I forget what it is exactly, but I think it's like eighty percent of the work you put in leads to like twenty percent of the results, or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's 20 principle. I've I might. I'm, I'm probably like butchering it a bit, but it's something like that. I did not know that. Yeah, you should probably find a like position that's comfortable. Yeah, because I keep moving. Yeah, so you don't have to move at all. Yeah. It's okay. okay I'm we good. You should just find like a. We're good. Are you just gonna Yoda? Really? You're like Yodaing. I I'm This Yoda-ing. is why we need cameras. I wish. I wish you all listening right now. Could see. Could see this man, like, with his feet up on this couch. <laughs> he looks like Yoda.
1: I do look like Yoda.
0: He looks like Yoda.
1: I'm too tall to be Yoda, but.
0: Yeah. It's okay. But, I mean, yeah. That's fine, though.
1: Okay. Is just position a little awkward, but it's fine.
0: Yeah. Dude, I totally forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> shut up because we, we were talking about that's so funny how quickly that can happen how you just forget what how you just be about. talking about something and then you'll just forget about it it's like oh well that's gone oh okay like we were just having a conversation right and it's like all right well i don't no, know where gone. that was going don't have it anymore <laughs> fuck it what are you gonna do it's just out of sight out of mind or something like that oh well <laughs> no it's okay it's funny it, it is interesting to think about oh no i i remember what we were talking about we were talking about um how to like handle things yeah you okay, yeah, were talking about like building your day and yeah. like smaller parts yes and things like that yes right yep yeah 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 that's what we were talking yeah. about no
1: i know <laughs> <laughs> i thought you had a point to make
0: no i think i already said everything i needed to say oh okay about that
1: you like look like you were trying to say something i was like no 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 Not really.
0: there's like a glare on your glasses though is it really yeah from because all the lights coming in from over there well, i could see your face now
1: you can see my face now does it actually
0: change like yeah like really? i can see your <laughs> that's funny yeah like i can see your eyes huh yeah because like before like with the glasses there's a glare so you can't see my exactly because all the light so all i i see like the window behind me and everything yeah but i can't actually like see your face
1: oh that's funny yeah i want to get contacts
0: are you like blind now though
1: um well all this shit is super clear like i can see this clearly mm-hmm. this is my cup in front of me is pretty clear i can see like i can make out your face but like i can't read what my beanie says i know what it says but, like i can't read it
0: oh that sucks yeah that really sucks a so, whole like lot. you're
1: pretty you're kind of blurry right now that's interesting i need to get a new prescription
0: That's interesting how vision works like that, isn't it? It's weird.
1: I used to be... So, the reason I never noticed it when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I used to be nearsighted in one eye and farsighted in the other. Mm -hmm. So, shit kind of balanced out. So, I never noticed it. That's funny. And then I started wearing glasses. And then now I think whichever one where it's like, it's hard to see stuff further away, but you can see stuff up
0: close, fine. I think that's what I have. You know, I think it's interesting how our brain will like compensate for things. Yeah. It'll like... Like for example, if you go through a trauma or something, mm-hmm. your brain has mechanisms to protect you from that. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that?
1: It's really interesting. I wonder like
0: why that is. Like, well, because your because your brain is trying to protect. It's it's probably just like any other evolutionary advantage that we have. Right. You know, um, over time, uh, you know, species who can
1: well those who could deal with trauma
0: better survive. Right. right. Forever. i mean in
1: order to survive if you're in a life or death situation being able to deal with trauma and move on from it or not have to think about it, it would
0: be a desirable trade would be a desirable trade versus you if live. you
1: can't right because if all you can think about is if you've gone through trauma and it's all you're thinking about you're less likely to survive in that circumstance right in today's society that doesn't really matter whether it or not you can definitely deal with matters I think it matters. No, if you, for sure. Well,
0: if you think about it, if you wanted to be like super, super cold, and like oh, for sure, not at all empathetic towards other humans at all, and you just wanted to be like super blunt, you could just look at the reality that like when someone dies and they're not able to pass on their genes, you just understand that that's actually a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, blunt way to put it.
0: Yeah, it's like the most blunt way to put it. That like when someone doesn't pass on their genes, it's good because clearly they had some inability to survive. Yeah. I well, mean,
1: from an evolutionary standpoint, yeah.
0: Like if you, yeah, from from that position, you could say, you could literally just say like anything. Anything that gets people killed. You could just be like, well, you didn't have it in you. <laughs> Sucks for you. Not. it doesn't even suck for you. It's it's better for like the whole species. And technically speaking, it it would be, because if you think about it, only, so only the strong are surviving, so the best pass on their genes. That's actually, arguably, one of the problems with our society, is that you don't have to have the best genes to pass on your genes.
1: That's true. Because
0: there will be someone else. You have more sh- people with fucked up teeth today than there used to be. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like dent- dental care in general is just super weird. Because I feel like so much of the messing around we do with our teeth nowadays can either be better or it can actually hurt us. Here's the thing. It's like, I had braces, right? Yeah. So did you. And. I have to pee again. I'm sorry. I don't even know how long we've been sitting here, but I just have to pee again. (sighs) You're going to leave me alone again? Dude, talk about your braces. Talk about your teeth. Talk about the dental system. Okay. Elaborate. okay. Okay. I
1: will elaborate. All right. So, the way that our teeth are now, um. I like how I'm talking about teeth. This is gnarly. Anyways, so I don't know, like 100, 150, 200 years ago, um, the people who had crooked teeth, obviously they would, you know, breed for lack of a better word. People would have kids, but as braces have become more and more common, people have better teeth, more attractive. You look more attractive, whatever. And I don't remember where I heard this, so it's probably a little off. There's probably more to it than this. Like there definitely is more to it than this. But when we correct our teeth, okay. So I have my teeth corrected from braces, and let's say I have a kid with someone, same thing. My kid's probably gonna have messed up teeth, versus people who have good. They were born with good teeth. They're fine, and they get with someone who has good teeth. They're fine. Their kids more likely to have better teeth. So yeah, that was my spiel on teeth.
0: Okay, I think one of the most interesting things about about Dental health or or even just healthcare in general. Like the things like medical practices that we have today Mm -hmm. is that they can actually hurt you. You know? Yeah. Like for example, if you have, if you take your teeth, for example, and you start moving them around because you want them to be straighter or whatever, Mm -hmm. it actually lead to like greater problems down the line. Like for my teeth, for example, they took out four of my teeth because I had two on the bottom that were baby teeth. And there were no adult teeth that were going to grow in. So, they took Mm. them out. And then they took the top ones out too. So, they would match up. And then what they did is they tried to use the braces to pull all of the teeth together to close the gaps where they had taken out my teeth. What ended up happening is they didn't close the gaps enough when they took off my braces. So, now I have like little gaps in my teeth. And the dentist was telling me that like that's super bad because things will get lodged in there. And then... Basically, it'll lead to like my mouth decaying more quickly. Wow. Yeah. nothing you can do to fix that? (laughs) And like gum disease and shit. Well, they would have to close the gaps completely, so that things couldn't fall in between my teeth and cause plaque buildup and things like that. You can't get any fake teeth. Why didn't they think to do that? I I don't know, dude. But uh, another example would be like my mom. Mm -hmm. They um they went in and they did some kind of surgery on her teeth when she was younger to you know quote unquote help her teeth Mm -hmm. inadvertently caused a fucking deadly disease in her mouth and now she needs surgery 10 years later so she like doesn't end up with a disease in her fucking brain Really? yeah yeah fuck yeah so like it what it made me think about was like okay i know we do a lot of things because we think we're doing better but what if it's not a good thing to mess with our body and the way it is naturally because what if it's naturally the way it is for the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, so like if you have fucked up teeth, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, don't worry about it, <laughs> you know?
1: I had um, an ex- overbite or oh, whatever. My top teeth covered 80% or 90% of my bottom teeth. Like you couldn't see them. if fact, I'm closing my mouth. You couldn't see my bottom teeth. Right. At all. Right. And then I had a tooth that was... That's actually longer than the rest, which is I think is why it's so crooked mm-hmm. and why it chipped. And so now, they fixed my teeth, so my overbite isn't huge, and then my tooth that was super crooked is up. But it's funny because I notice if I don't wear my retainers, my see, like I can already feel it. I wore my retainers last night, but throughout the day, I can feel my teeth, that one tooth, going back.
0: Yeah, man, there's a natural way that things are. And I think that if you mess around with something as obvious as teeth, they're always going to want to do their own thing. It's the same thing with like hair. Mm -hmm. People try to like style their hair in certain ways. But really what you need to do is you need to figure out what the best way to work with the hair that you have is. Well, you figured that out. <laughs> I figured that out, yeah. You didn't always have that figured out. Because I used to want, like, straight hair, but my hair isn't straight. It's, like, wavy and bouncy and it has and a lot of thick. body and it's very yeah. thick. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't have, like, this thin, limp hair. No. <laughs> you know, that you can kind of, uh, that you can use, like, gel to do different things with it, you know? Right. My hair wants to do its own thing. Right. It doesn't want to do anything else. Right. <laughs> so, I learned to just embrace my hair's character it wants to behave a certain way so i i get haircuts that support the way my hair likes to act so for me i used
1: to have those ugly ass bangs you did you remember that and
0: then i started growing my
1: hair longer Mm -hmm. and my hair looks good when it's longer it does i mean just you figure out what works i have not every i mean some people can grow long hair and it looks good on them if my brother grew his hair long it would look funny because his hair is way thicker than mine right He'd have
0: like an 80s like hairdo. Be <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, man, I mean, I can't help but but notice and, and think that so often when we're messing with ourselves, you know, whether it's, you know, a surgery or we're trying to change something about ourselves, it ends up doing more harm than good. Like it just seems not right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're mm-hmm. just messing with the way things want to be, and we can't just let it be mm-hmm. we just can't we just have to have it our way, we have to have it a little bit better, maybe, and things like that, yeah, honestly, I think the one of the freakiest things about the future is just like genetic engineering. Yeah, that's freaky to me. I'm thinking that we could get to the point where we're literally genetically engineering humans to have certain traits, to look a certain way, to be able to do certain things. Yeah. You know, man, we're just going to start messing with like all this stuff. And I think that that is scary because we have no idea what the repercussions of that are going to be. Nope. You know, I mean, you can already just look at simple surgeries that people will do and the the way that it will backfire on them or it will complicate... Um, we will just complicate their lives medically, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and to think that we're going to just start messing with, like, the human genome or, like, the yeah, way weird. people are built Yeah, right out of the gate. We're just going to start messing well, with things.
1: Well, that's kind of freaky. I-, I don't know. Because, like you said, now you're fucking with nature. And that's, like, at
0: some point, that's just not smart. Well, you can you can mess with things. And the problem is that you just... We don't fully understand everything, you know? Right. We don't understand how every little thing we do is going to affect everything else, you know? Yep. It's as simple as something, like, you can look at that example where you're moving around someone's teeth. Right. You're moving around someone's teeth, and then you end up with all these complications. Happens almost every time. Mm -hmm. Why are we fucking with people's teeth still (laughs) if we know that, like, uh, okay, yeah, like, you fucking you fill a cavity and then ten years later you gotta fucking replace it or you gotta put a crown on it or something. Right. Like how have we not figured out a better way to take care of ourselves? My mom had a um so
1: one of her teeth chipped. Right. So she went and got a crown for it. Right. She had to replace that thing like three or four times. Because they were fucking putting in cheap ones that weren't very good. So she had to get the one that's pretty much real and they put it and now it's finally staying, but seven thousand dollars later
0: exactly man it's
1: crazy it's, it's also crazy. expensive bro my braces total i think were like three thousand dollars or something yeah that's crazy for straight teeth It's is ridiculous i mean
0: that's why i'm saying and it's <laughs> funny braces it's are, not worth it especially if you already have like pretty straight teeth
1: braces can fuck with your uh your face shape too yeah if you don't like so i know someone who had a more angular face and she got braces when she was really young i uh, that's one thing that's stupid: getting braces for your kids when they're young. Miles had that, um, <laughs> but she got braces when she was young, and so now she has a more round face because of it. Mm. Which I mean, it's fine, but and and that habit it can change your face shape. For me, it changed my face shape for the better. I had a more defined jawline because of it.
0: Oh, it's the same for me. I got lucky, but now not everyone. Not everybody happen. gets lucky, but now also I can't like it doesn't feel right like when I try to close my mouth. Yeah, one
1: side feels weird because mm-hmm. i know my jaw used to be the bottom one visually you can't see it but i could feel it it used to be more to the right and now it like, got pulled to the left okay. same thing same thing with mine it feels weird like you can't see the other way it, it used to
0: be more to the left and now it's more to the right yeah
1: and visually like i can't tell i can't i don't see it but like you can feel it and that's so for me i you can like, feel
0: it it feels like wrong
1: Right, it feels weird.
0: Yeah, especially because you've had your braces off longer than I have, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that, like my m- that that that's saying something. Like they took my braces off, and my mouth didn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like my mouth anymore. It feels like somebody else's mouth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well,
1: it kind of is. I mean, you have straight teeth it's, now. It is. It's
0: a different mouth. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's I have a different mouth. Different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, like I mean, I got lucky. I have a more defined jawline after I got braces. Right. But it, it does fuck with it. I mean, it's kind of what they do. And it's funny because, like, you do you get them off. So, like, I still have my retainers and shit, but I had braces. That tooth is still going back. If I didn't wear my retainers for a year, that tooth wouldn't probably go back as far as it used to be. But it, it would go back for sure. Right. And my worry is that it's going to get loose from the, all the back and forth and then just come
0: out. Right. You know? hmm so i'm mean, fucking we'll see what happens i feel lucky though that i like wasn't born with uh what do they call them the ones like all the way in the back wisdom teeth wisdom yeah i wasn't born with my wisdom teeth oh mine are coming in i have to yeah. get them removed i have two of them and then the other two are not there mm-hmm. and they're thinking like they're probably like ah we probably won't have to remove them like unless it become a problem then you know but as of like right now they're like yeah we probably won't need to remove them you know i'm probably gonna have to get mine removed That was one of the things that I loved hearing that news. I was like, oh, yay. I don't need surgery. Great. Yeah. That's always one of those things I feel like you're going to be happy to hear is, oh, yeah, you don't need to fuck with my body. Oh, wonderful. I can just continue existing. Perfect. So for a while when I was in,
1: I don't remember if it was middle school. I think middle school is when we started talking about it, about getting a surgery in my chest. That essentially acts as... So, I had heart surgery, and with the surgery, my chest caves in. Right. And so, with the... um, It's essentially braces for
0: your chest, is the way they put it. <laughs> right. And yeah, we knew someone Because you, you basically have like a little cereal bowl in your chest. Yeah.
1: My, so, my chest caves in.
0: It's shaped like a cereal bowl.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um,
0: <laughs> what they would do is they would...
1: And at the time that they were going to do the surgery on me... It used to be even like way more painful than the shit that they do now or that they did even a year later. What they used to do is they would stick a bar in you that was kind of curved and so they'd, they'd stick it into one side of your ribs and then they would flip it inside of you so it it's literally applying pressure to the bottom where my chest caves in. Right. And then they close you up and like two, three years later they take it out of you. Now what they do is they have a, it's a machine that does it and it's the scars literally two inches big. It's crazy the shit that they can do now.
0: They used to just straight up stick a metal bar in you and say like, "Yeah, it's crazy
1: the shit that they can do now." And do you like bend you back into shape? That's that's pretty much what it does. But I asked them. I was like, I said, okay, what does this let me? What does this let me do? Hmm. I still they were like, you still can't do contacts versus okay.
0: It gives you no advantage, right? I was like, can I like when
1: I lift weights? So I can't
0: lift heavy when I go lift weights. All it would do, all the bar would do, just it's cosmetics. Chest look better look better or quote unquote look right. better yeah
1: i mean and that's what they told and then they were like yeah it'll just and even then they said it'll go up and they said the first like week they said it'll it'll be it'll look normal and they said when they take it out they said it would still cave in a little bit not that much but it would cave in a little more and i was like fuck this i was like i'm still gonna have a big ass scar on my chest it doesn't really matter right i don't care it doesn't bug me so i just we didn't end up doing it but Plus, it's funny. So, I've had heart surgery, but I don't remember it. So, the idea of getting surgery bugs me. Like, I don't. Thank God you don't remember it. Well, I was two days old, and then they also gave
0: you the. Actually, I don't Dude, know if they. Dude, I'm so glad I had my foreskin cut off when I was <laughs> born. Because could you imagine if you had a, a baby, and they were like a, a year old or something, and then you cut it off? Yeah. Or if they were older, if you like let them grow up and then decide to do it on their own. like no no thank you (laughs) you know at that point it'd just be like (laughs) fuck it i have a i got a foreskin you know yeah but whose idea was that too like who to start chopping off the foreskin i don't know you know i don't know that is such a crazy idea like who thought okay we're gonna start cutting this this little flap of skin off of kids dicks i'm pretty sure it's not actually like Pretty, I don't remember where I heard it. It makes it a lot easier to keep your dick clean. Yeah, when you know. I, when I you will know. say that. I mean, that's obvious. Like, yeah. you don't have to get under this little skin flap. You don't have to worry about it, like, getting stuck and shit. You know, you just, it's just not there. Yeah. It's so much easier to clean your dick. You just wipe it down, boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is life with Josh Namir. I mean, that is the one practical thing. Like, for those of you who are listening who don't have dicks, having a foreskin does make your dick a lot more difficult to clean. It seems like. So, it seems like not having it in that way is an advantage because it's kind of just like one less thing you got to worry about. Mm -hmm. Other advantages, in our society at least, it looks better. Most girls, in my experience, prefer a guy who doesn't have a foreskin. You know? Just because that's kind of what's normal. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what everybody's used to. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, But like... Other than that, it is, it is super weird to think about, like, where did that idea come from? I have no idea. Who was like, okay, we're going to start. I know in some
1: cultures they've been doing it for a long time.
0: I know. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's such a normal thing.
1: I, I couldn't tell you why.
0: It is interesting.
1: This is something we should look into. Why do we cut off foreskin?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Is it the Jews who don't? Jews don't, right? Jewish people do. They they're do? the ones who do. Oh, they're the ones who they're do. They're the ones who do, but they wait, I'm pretty sure, so you're, like, 13 to do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That is that is just one of those things, yeah. just mm-hmm. it, it is interesting to think about, though. <laughs> you know what? That actually reminds me of just the general, like, variance of people. Actually, mm-hmm. you just go to body augmentations. What do you mean? Just the way we augment our bodies, because you'll hear a lot of people argue, like, oh, XYZ is unnatural, or whatever. But... Like, we've been doing it for hundreds of thousands of years, evidently, or perhaps, you know? Right. So, it's kind of like a weird argument, but I guess the same could almost be said for, like, anything, you know? Mm -hmm. It'd be like, uh, if we can do it, like, is it, I don't know. (laughs) Is it unnatural? Is it weird? I don't know. How long have we been doing this? At what point is it unnatural? At what point does it become a natural thing to do? Right. You know?
1: It's an interesting idea.
0: Yeah, like when something becomes so like ingrained in our history that we're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. That's totally normal. Or, that's fine. You know?
1: When something's been around for so long, I think people stop questioning it. And people stop worrying about it. It's like, okay, yeah. like Like you said, it becomes a normal ingrained part of society, whatever it may be. And I think when
0: you then start to challenge that, then it's like, wait. People are kind of like, they question it. Well, sometimes people just want to straight up throw out ideas, and it's like, wait, hold on, stop, we don't really understand this, because it's been around so long that we've forgotten why it is that it even exists. Right. If we ever even knew, it might have been something that naturally developed. Right. You know, like, uh, relationships between men and women now, you know, you see, Mm -hmm. like, with the progressive movements, there are people who are coming in, and they just want to, like, tear that all down, and it's like, hold on, like... Do you even know why it was there in the first place? What do you mean? Like, do you even understand, like, why things are the way they are cool. or why they were like that? So, elaborate on what you mean. Like, <laughs> So, like, uh, if we just specifically look at, like, one thing, like, relationships between men and women or uh, gender roles, things like that, you know, sure. understanding, like... Certain people have certain kinds of general functions, like men generally do these things. Women generally do these things. They generally tend to behave like this. We can expect a man to be this thing. We can expect a woman to be this thing. Mm-hmm. Very simple, right? That's the way things have been for thousands of years. You can look at, you can go all the way back to tribal societies. You can look at modern tribal societies who would, who are our most immediate example of mm-hmm. how humans have lived pretty much since they fucking existed, you know? So, <laughs> right. you know, you Look at the social dynamics, you look at the gender roles, you look at things like that in tr- different tribal societies to try and learn more about the history of humans, right? In general, right? Um, like, I don't know, like, it just seems kind of crazy to think that, like, you would just want to tear that all down when you don't even understand, like, why they even exist in
1: the first place, why it exists, the yeah. Thing-
0: you got to under cuz you got to understand the history but that's the thing that we always forget Here's because the thing. these things are so ancient
1: when we look at that specifically masculine and feminine roles are important they're necessary for society to succeed of course like we've talked about this before we've talked about this before yeah. they 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 are very necessary and these gender roles aren't gender roles aren't the problem it's when you use them as a way to a, i don't even say i don't know like To think one is better than the other. Right? You play that, you have like some weird superiority shit, right? That's when it becomes a problem. Masculinity and femininity aren't the problems. Masculine and feminine roles. Oppression,
0: oppression is a problem.
1: Oppression is a problem. (laughs) Right. But masculinity inherently isn't evil. Femininity isn't inherently bad or good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just another part of like this puzzle. Right. Right.
1: But they're both important. That's not to say that there can't be feminine men. I mean, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Ooh, we've
0: talked about this before. So, we've talked about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So how- like,
1: follow the podcast. You get the idea. Exactly. Things like that are important, right? And I think that they we kind of need those. And so you're right. Like, oh, let's well, break down gender. Well, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on.
1: Like, uh, just because you don't fit. And there's nothing wrong with it. You don't
0: have to. I'm not saying that all if of society... You, exactly. Like, that's one of the cool things about humans. Like, if you want to go and do your own thing... Do your own thing. Because of the way our society is structured, in some areas, that's completely acceptable. You can right. kind of just do your own thing and be weird, and, like, people will commend you and for that. the thing
1: is, is, like... Okay, so you you can break down these rules, right? Whatever
0: it may be. Well, hold on. Because, pause, it's like... There's also the idea of, like, weird, because you'll... There is this mentality that is shared... Uh, that you'll see it a lot especially here in california where Mm -hmm. everything is a lot more progressive and it's especially like institutions you know you'll have certain uh groups of people who their goal is to like make everything normal they're like trans gay lesbian all this stuff it should be normal it shouldn't be weird but but you gotta remember what it means for something to be weird right that just right, and means you're not that using that in a negative context. Exactly, that's what's important to point out something can be weird and different or novel, and it, that might even make it interesting or appealing. That doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing. You and right, there, there's a lot of problems when you try to make like everything that's weird normal. You know, right? There are things that it's impossible. Are, it's just
1: it's literally statistically not normal. But there's nothing, and again. There's something that's ah, sorry. That's not saying that there's something wrong with that, right? Or like you can bad. be, you
0: can be not normal. You can be not like most people, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but it, I don't We don't that. have to like, you know, I don't know. We don't have to make everything like normal. I think the again, like it just goes back to like good intentions, and things get weird, you know, because you're trying to figure out like right. how do we make society better you know and i think We've that's
1: talked about that before exactly that's and that, the ultimate
0: of, that's the ultimate goal right is to just make society better and how do we do that people have different exactly ways of we have different making ideas, society ideas about how we actually make society better right you know the, so like when you're making uh if, if you wanted to say like uh we'll just use like the gay thing as an example there are plenty of examples we'll just use that as like one example if you want to say like gay people should be a normal thing. Like, that shouldn't be weird. I'd be like, well, what do the facts say? Like, if only 20% of the entire population...
1: It's less than d- that, I think.
0: Is, okay, well, I know in, in, like, the animal kingdom, generally, it's, like, 10 to 20%, anyways, of <laughs> a species that are gonna be gay or exhibit that kind of behavior, homosexual behavior. But, like, if it's if it's not what most people do, then it just isn't. You know? Right. Um, and you can, yeah, like we can have discussions about whether that's a, something that has some kind of evolutionary roots to it, or if there's some kind of other explanation for like why that is, or if it's a societal thing, or if it does have to do with some kind of conscious oppression of some minority group. Right. But again, just remembering what the goal is here, like, okay, we want to make things better for these people. We just don't want them to be seen as like outsiders. We don't want them to be treated worse just because they're gay or they're because they're homosexual. And I think
1: that that's a good goal. That's good. That's it's perfect. Right, it's perfect. Goal. Don't But that somebody... doesn't
0: that doesn't mean we have to make it normal
1: though. Right. Not or so there's a difference between not treating someone as lesser than you or not treating Simply because they're different. Sim- right, sim- right, because different they are different than the norm, yeah but it's a problem when you now use that as a way to oppress them. Like we said, oppression is the problem. Exactly. Things being normal and not normal <laughs> isn't. Thing, something doesn't have to be normal for it to be okay. The, I don't, I mean, fuck, I can't speak for everybody, but I don't have a problem with someone being gay. Exactly. Uh, there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Fuck it,
0: go for it. At the same time, it's just statistically true. It's not a normal thing and the thing is that you just have to gain as much understanding as possible because right there it's it's pretty easy to see if you just think about it a little bit like okay why would it be a bad thing for someone to be weird well if you think about if you're living in like a tribal society there's a certain flow to everything there's a certain way that things need to function Mm -hmm. everyone needs to be unified and on the same front if you're in a survival situation and you yeah. need everyone to work together and agree, and someone is divergent from this group way of thinking, mm-hmm. you can see how that would be a bad thing. Like, just think about for it. sure. You know, you're trying to survive. You need everyone to work together and collaborate because it will literally mean your deaths if you don't. Right. And you have someone who, who has a different way of thinking. Like, you don't have time for that person.
1: No. Nope.
0: You know, so it's get out of here. You're gone, you know, or conform. That's it. You know, And there's a reason why it needs to be that way. Nowadays in our society, things are a little bit different.
1: It doesn't need to be that
0: way. You can be weird and different and it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die or that the group is going to suffer because you want to be your own thing.
1: It doesn't mean that you have to conform. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are
0: people who feel a pressure to conform of course i mean of course i mean that's just if you are it's, different it's, it's just that it's it's one of the human needs you know this is one of the right. basic things that you go over in psychology communications classes it's one of the basic human needs to feel a sense of belonging you need to feel like you belong somewhere you need so, that so think about this so let's take support you need support you need from support. your fellow humans so so let's take this right
1: and we'll just because we're already on this so someone being gay Right, statistically, isn't normal. And let's say, the majority of people they're surrounded by aren't gay,
0: then they're gonna feel a pressure. They're
1: gonna feel pressure to they're conform, gonna and then maybe they'll that. be closeted. Right. Versus someone who, so here's what I said: like, so that's where things like the LGBTQ community, where they do the Pride Fest, where they right organize
0: and that then, way everyone can get together, and you can and in that moment, exactly in
1: that time, there is a sense of normalcy. There is a sense of belonging. And support. And support. From and other that's people. what's important. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't have to be the same as someone to support them. So, I'm not gay, but would I support my friend if they were and would I love them the same? Of course. Okay? I'm not black. Am I going to treat someone different? No. You know what I mean? So, it's... Right. Support from, your, from fellow humans doesn't have to be from the same people as you. Although that could be easier which is why you see the it,
0: lgbtq it community feels good to it know that good. like there are other people that are like you
1: right and yeah. so i think that that's i think there's two key aspects i think it's important to have support from people who are like you and i think it's important to have support from people who are different than you because the the one that shows two things one it shows that you're not alone amongst people who are like you mm-hmm. two it shows that even though you're different you're still accepted or supported or supported sorry supported I think that's important, especially for people who are different. It's having a support system from people who are like them and from people who are different than them. Mm-hmm. Especially if you are, you
0: know, it goes weird, right? Not in a bad, you know, just it's not normal. I think a lot of things that, that uh, you know, like words, certain words, that the problem with them is it's just the kind of connotation that surrounds them. They're right. either, They're kind of perceived as... Oh, that's an insult or that's a bad thing if you're like that. Right. And
1: we're not saying exactly. weird is an
0: insult. It's exactly.
1: Like, technically speaking. Well,
0: it's like the thing with like uh, calling women crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like they had those like super specific Nike ads. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. The super specific Nike ads that were like uh, calling out people for calling women crazy. You know? Or saying like it's crazy that a woman could do this or that a certain kind of person could do this because just because they're a part of that group, like say they're a woman. I think the whole point of the ad was to really just say that like, it's not crazy for a woman to do X, Y, Z, like run a marathon or win the Olympic gold medal or something, just because they're a woman. The point was to kind of say like, this is normal, like stop calling us crazy. But I think when you frame it like that, you're doing yourself like a huge disservice because – You know, when you say something is crazy, that's a good thing, you know, that or it can be at least, you know, you might say someone's crazy, like they're insane, kind of crazy. Right. But the other kind of crazy that most people refer to those kinds of things are because, you know, like, let's be honest, like, if you look at a specific example they had was like a woman winning an Olympic event or something, Mm -hmm. um... Like, yeah, that's kind of crazy, considering that women, for a good amount of time, weren't doing shit like that, you know? They weren't allowed. They weren't allowed to do shit, you and know? In fact that they are, and they're doing great, it's like, that's crazy, good for that you. That is crazy, but we're not saying crazy like it's bad. We're saying crazy like that's crazy because it's such a good thing, you know? Right, and it's, like, fucking cool. Yeah, it's good that things like that stand out. You're like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, and the yeah.
1: reality is, look, fuck, it's crazy when... It's like at least in terms of, like that extreme athletic. Yeah, it's fucking crazy when anyone does it because most people will never reach that. Yeah. Though I pretty, I saw something. It was like, but why the person who's in last place? So in the Olympic track runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person who's in last place is still faster than ninety nine percent of the world population. Some shit. Exactly. It's crazy.
0: That is crazy. So it's like. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That is not even. No, I'm not sorry. That's but crazy. I would I would argue why shouldn't it be crazy when a woman does the same athletic feat as a man or a comparable athletic feat right. that should be crazy because women like just by and large genetically speaking women are generally not going to be as strong as men. That's right. I mean, just that's a just a true. reality. Well, it's
1: also okay. Well, what's healthier?
0: I mean, in terms of, let's say someone weighs,
1: let's say there's 150 pounds each, they're both 150 pound male, 150 pound female. The body
0: fat on the female versus the male should be different because. Well, just forget, sh- forget that. I mean, that's sure. Cause we could go into that. That's like whole conversation. But if you just look at like Generally athletic speaking, feats in general, right. like any women, you know, setting the bar higher athletically is amazing because like, of course a man can do that. Because it's a man, but when a woman does it, like that is amazing. Because it takes, usually you would think, a lot more for a woman to be able to do something like that. Did you ever see the video
1: of the guy? He did a podcast. It, with It just makes again. it better, though. No, it does. But it did, just makes it better. It's more commendable. But so you know, so did you ever see the video of the guy? Uh, he's a he's a British guy. Yeah, Zuby. He's a you know Zuby. Yeah, yeah. So he he made the whole joke and he crushed the woman's deadlifting record like Mm -hmm. it was nothing Mm -hmm. right and i I mean it was kind of funny because he was like right but i identified as a woman for 10 seconds so technically so i was like shut the fuck up but his whole thing behind that was like to show like you know i'm sorry there's a biological difference
0: yeah he had a point he had a point yeah
1: but but like you're saying so how that ties into what you're saying though let's say it is something like the deadlifting record yeah. if a man does it it's like okay like of course of okay, course how that many, was to be expected right yeah. it's like oh a bunch of people can do that yeah. But when a woman does it because there are biological differences between males and females yeah i'm sorry
0: so, so the people who would say like oh that should be normal it shouldn't be weird that women can do xyz i'm sorry a it is weird because it's extraordinary and b we shouldn't be trying to put them down at the same level as everyone else. Right. Because they're amazing. Right. They should be amazing. They should right. be extraordinary. Let them be extraordinary. Let them shine. Let right. a woman shine through. That's the thing that I don't think all these, uh, a lot of the people who have that argument understand is that when you're, what you're essentially saying by saying like, oh, women shouldn't be seen as crazy because they can do things that men can do. Right. You're basically saying that they should be seen as less than they are. You're right. bringing them down. You're, you're pushing them, you're bringing them down to the bottom to the same level as everyone else, which I personally think is like a terrible thing because if a woman does something and it's extraordinary, she should be commended for doing I something agree. extraordinary because I, 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 again, I can kind of see the other side of it too, because you're saying like men and women, like they, one shouldn't be seen as less than, right? right. But right. I mean, facts are facts, dude. <laughs> You know, if, if is, just because a woman doesn't excel in one area or just we, because really it's a it's a generalized thing because you can take any individual extreme example and say, right. look at this woman. She's different than everyone. Else. Of course. Yes. And when there are and the same thing with men, there might be men who excel at things that generally you would think women would be better at. Right. This is what I'm saying, though, is that. And you, if you take the two groups, generally speaking, mm-hmm. you know, forget about the extremes. You just take, like, most men and most women. You'll see that there might be some things that men excel at. And there will be different things that women excel at. Right. They're just different. There are different things that they're better at. That's mm-hmm. why they're both so important. And so when a woman shines through because she does something that, you know, maybe women aren't usually better at. And she's commended for that. She should be, you know. Right. It should be the same thing for men, too. Of course, country's in a weird place with men right now. But, you know, don't have to worry about that. Generally speaking, though, I th- I don't think equality is a good thing. Because you have different groups that are good at different things. They have different functions in society, historically speaking, from uh, evolutionary perspectives and things like that. These two groups have different functions. They're good at different things. And so they should, I, th- in my opinion be allowed to excel at what they do best for the betterment of the society as a whole. So, should... They,
1: okay, okay. You know? So, first off, when you say equality, you don't mean... You're not talking about rights, and I know
0: that. Obviously, right. So, when I say... So, that, I'm just saying you need to clarify that. Okay, so, like, when I say... Because what did I say? People shouldn't be equal? Yeah, you said equality is a bad thing. Yes, okay, so... Explain I Explain be- what you mean by that. So, basically, when I say that equality isn't good, I mean... Like, equality of outcome. Like, if you want to say, like, everyone should I, I do agree. the same thing and have the same amount of, you know, like, if you want to say, like, there should be the same amount of winners around the table, mm-hmm. I would have to disagree with you. I would have to say that that's fucking stupid and you're dumb as shit <laughs> for saying that, you know? Because I don't, I mean, that's just my opinion. That's, again, and that's a very crude way to put it, sure. But. I, I yeah. mean, yeah, like, because essentially what you're saying is that it's, it's okay, so we could go back to this example with, uh, uh this is a very popular example with, like, the teacher distributing the grade. Uh, d- oh, yeah, that was funny. G- like, if, if someone gets an A in the class and someone gets a D in a class. Right. And you want to say that, you know, you want everything to be fair and equal, quote, this is the kind of equality I'm talking about. So, if you want everyone to be equal, so then you would evenly distribute the grade so that everyone has an equal grade. Is that right? I think that's a fucking terrible thing.
1: What you're talking about is... (laughs) Communism. Exactly. Socialism. Right. That's what you're talking about. I mean, that's... You can look at economically, social, whatever the fuck it is, right? Right. When you put things like that into perspective for people and you really show them what... What equality in every single area actually means, people aren't for it. I guarantee you, most people in this country don't technically believe in equality sure right yeah well yeah and here's the thing like and it depends on what you mean but right? everybody so, can't
0: be at the top of the food chain
1: no so here let, let's take this and we without we don't have to dig too much into it but i believe in equal economic opportunity mhm i don't believe in equal economic outcome of course equal economic outcome is communism equal economic opportunity is Regulated capitalism, yeah, because laissez-faire capitalism is not equal economic opportunity. Regulated capitalism allows for equal economic opportunity. I don't think we're there, but I think we're working towards that point. Mm-hmm. And so when I when you actually point out what real equality is,
0: right, you're saying it's all
1: the sudden like oh like well, maybe this isn't
0: a good everybody idea. at the same level like no.
1: No, people. There are people, and here's the thing. Let's okay. Now let's take it back to a, a tribal society.
0: Okay. The people who
1: excel at something. Obviously, it's more egalitarian. Sure. In the sense of things are distributed, which makes sense. Tribal society is different, though. It is different because. But what I'm saying though is, there's still going to be people who are better than other people at things. You kind of need that person to excel at that thing Or right. to be better at that. Let's say hunting. Let's say there's someone who's just a better hunter than everyone. I'm sorry, you kind of want that person to be better than everyone. Or you want that person who is better than everyone so that way they can get more food for everyone.
0: This is, but exactly. See, this is the thing that's different with tribal societies that doesn't necessarily translate well to today. Say you have that guy who's a better hunter and it would be a guy in most tribal societies. Um, What that guy does, and you could just, you know, this is something that Sebastian Junger points out in his book Tribe, just from all the research he's done, Mm -hmm. is a lot of times that guy who gets more kills or brings in more meat or whatever, he will distribute that amongst the other men so that they all come home with an equal share of the kill. Right. Right? That way, uh, it's just like the alpha male. He supports everyone else. Right. You know? It's like a blessing and a curse because you have this extra ability, but what that means that you also have to put more into supporting everyone else. Right. You know? And but, so you're right. That doesn't translate to our. That's society. a key thing. That's super important, though, because when you have the alpha male, uh, or just a man, or or it, I mean, it could be alpha woman too. You know, it could be An someone alpha, a head figure. exactly a head figure, someone who excels at doing things better than everyone else. If they don't put that back in, then you end up with this inequality and that's really bad in a tribe because then you end up with, you know, people hating other people. There's resentment and you can't have that. Exactly. It's not a good recipe for a functioning tribe where you have like less than 100 people or 150 people, you know.
1: Right. But you want to translate that to a larger group? It doesn't
0: work. Well, the other thing you have to remember, too, is when they're bringing home meat, that usually translates to sex later on with the women. You know, so if every man brings home meat, every man gets sex. Yeah. And everyone's happy. Right. That's that's just, again, one specific example that I remember from Sebastian Junger's book, Tribe. That's just one example. But if you try and apply that to today's society, obviously that's not what happens. You see the alpha men or the people who excel in our society today, they're not necessarily helping out all the dudes who can't figure their shit out. You know? And I won't say that they're obligated to. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, you'll you, would, you will see a lot of people taking it all for themselves and making the best out of it. And then setting up their family's future and things like that. It's self-interest as opposed to group interest. But part of why that is, is just because there's so many people.
1: It's hard to develop. So, okay, in a tribe, it's easy to easier to develop that uh, sense of duty to your community. Because you want to see them all for it. Because it benefits everyone. And it, it's easy to are, see that immediately. And it's easy to see that. In terms of our... Take our fucking country. Hmm. 320 million people or some shit. There isn't that same... Someone... Some upper some upper middle class dude from... I don't know. Sacramento, A- California. Anywhere. It doesn't matter. Anywhere. Right? Doesn't have the same interest. Or why, why would they be invested in someone who's living in
0: Kentucky? They don't fucking care. Exactly. Most of the... I mean... Well, the other thing, too, is it all goes back to the evolutionary purpose for why that is. Everyone in a society is such a small tribe, you know, has to work together for the survival of the tribe. If they break apart, that decreases their chances of survival, you right. know, and that will happen. There, have, there are plenty of examples throughout history where tribes will split apart and part of the, tr- or part of the tribe will die off or a certain group of people within the right. tribe will be excommunicated and they'll all fucking die, you know, or they'll go to another tribe. Right? Because that's what has to happen, ultimately.
1: Well, and it's funny, a lot of, so, now, here's the, I won't say downside, but, okay. When you look at those tribal egalitarian societies, what would happen? I mean, if people were kind of moochers, useless, they, they legit
0: weren't doing anything. Yeah, but a lot of times those people would be killed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They were killed. Could you imagine if our society worked that way? If if you don't contribute to the society and the betterment of everyone else, we fucking kill you or we excommunicate you, send you to another country. I mean, that's like, that's fucked. That's how it would work. That's how it would work. But if you think about it, everyone would pitch in. But again, too many people. That's never going to happen. No. There's too many people.
1: It wouldn't work.
0: It wouldn't. I mean, it just... That would fail. It's, it's actually, it's one of our principle uh or it's it's one of our most i forget if it's the most highly held it's definitely one of our most longest held principles is that people should essentially have the right to Mm freeload politically speaking that's like as one of the oldest ones in the book Mm -hmm. you should have a right to get a free ride essentially free riding. it's oldest one in the book there will always be people who go and fight and there will always be cowards who would prefer to, you know, stay at home, in their bed, in their house, in safety.
1: The thing is, if you
0: provide
1: guaranteed ec- economic
0: security. security for everyone. I mean, just economic you're gonna security, have just general security. General secu- you're Social gonna- security,
1: uh, political security, economic you, security. You right? will have people who take advantage of it.
0: Of that. course, because why work if you don't have to?
1: and if that's one of the downsides of communism this is something that the people have seen what happens is people are less incentivized to work i mean why the fuck would you if you can get paid the same amount for doing something that's not that labor intensive something that's not that hard why the fuck would you do that or why would you put in i don't know why would you become a doctor if you could do something else and live just
0: a good a life working right. as like literally a no point. farmer and that now, right, now here's right now here's the problem
1: with that now you start to see Way more people doing... There's a, what is it, uh, an inflation of people in jobs where they really don't need those workers. Right. And then you end up... That's why a lot of communist countries end up poor. And then there's... Because everyone is trying their hardest right. not to try. <laughs> and, well, and then there's the deflation of people working in the harder jobs because there's no incentive to work those jobs. Right. So, in turn, that that's what ends up hurting you that ends up hurting you based on this idea of equality right so that's the thing is it's like you really when people talk about what what does equality mean and what do we want so we say that we want equality in this country right what do you mean by do you want equal rights yes
0: i think the biggest thing is that everything is just geared towards not oppressing people and just making life less bad for people who maybe don't have it that good and you know? I don't think that there's something wrong
1: with that. I think that's great. I think it's great. I think wanting the best for people is good. But I also think at some point, it is on the individual. At some point. At some point. Sure. I also understand that if you want society, if you want to help those individuals who are struggling, society should pitch in, right? That's why I don't have a problem with things like
0: Like, welfare and shit like that. It just goes back to having a balance again. Right. If you're going to have, I almost said communist society, capitalistic society. (laughs) If you have, like, a capitalistic society, I think it's a good idea to balance that out with some, you know, some socialism, some other other things. Of course. Well, and that's the thing is we are. Right? We have that. Exactly.
1: I think it's not perfect. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that fuck yeah needs to
0: be reformed. It's probably the best that it's ever been, though without a doubt that's the thing
1: dude i read something the other day and i was like what and it was literally talking about how our system can't be reformed and how it needs this was also a left like a like a far leftist super far left and they were talking about how our society or how our system like it can't be reformed it needs to be destroyed and i was like what the fuck are you talking about
0: i see the thing is if you destroy it what are you going to replace it with this idea, this. Are you going to put something better in it's place? This
1: idea of equality, though. So, what's going to happen now, and here's the problem with this, right? When you. Let's say you take out our system that we have. Yes. And then you replace it with this idea of, of equality.
0: Some other People, system, some. So, some other It would social be socialism, communism.
1: Yeah. That. Marxist Leninist ideologies.
0: The pendulum has swung too far. Right. It's direction. a balancing act. And exactly. I think
1: we're working more and more closer to that as time goes on. And I think, I mean, within our lifetimes, I think it's going to be significantly better. For in the next 10 years, well, I don't know, 20, 30 years, things will get better. I think that balancing act will, well, it would become stronger, right? Yeah. More people will be, okay, we'll have more people who. Now have an opportunity, real, economic, equal economic opportunity to become successful, right? Right, and then more people start to flourish. It'll only be better if you support those <laughs> struggling the most in a society, and you will, and you allow them to have the opportunity to become successful. I'm willing to bet a lot of people will, and those who won't, that's their problem. Right. You've now you've been given. And that's the thing. I don't think we have equal economic opportunity. I don't think we have that. And I think even when we do, there's always going to be those who are like, oh, they'll take their platform that they've been given, but they'll still want more. Right. And it's like, sorry, fuck off. But then I'm willing to bet most people, when truly given that equal opportunity, would take advantage of that. I think.
0: I don't know. I think it's interesting to uh, to think about a world in which everyone starts off at the same level. Unless that's not what I'm saying. And no. they no 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 no. But then you know, like a race, like everyone starts off in the same place, and then you let them go and see where they end up. You know. I mean, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I I just wonder if that world would look a whole lot different than the. world. How many would be successful? How many? Be? Be? I don't think it would look any different, really. I don't. Think I so. think y- you would you wouldn't be able to make any arguments about inequality or anything like that because everyone would be enabled everyone would have the same opportunities be able to start out at the same place like just hypothetically speaking it'll never happen no it's not possible we can always get closer and closer to it but it'll never happen you'll never have it or everyone has the same shot as everybody else right but If it was that way, I don't think it would look too much different than it looks right now. You would still have winners. You would still have losers. And as far as how many that might look a little bit different, the distribution might be a little different. It might be a little bit more um, like theoretical projections. Right. You know, if you could say everyone's going to start out with the same shot at life.
1: Right.
0: You know, you'll have (laughs) your top 1%, top 10%. Most people will be somewhere in the middle 70%. Then they'll be like the bottom 10%, bottom 1%, right? Or middle 80% or whatever, right? right? You know, you'll have some kind of distribution, some kind of bell curve or something. Right. Right? That's kind of what it looks like right now. Yeah. More or less, you know? The rich are pretty fucking rich. Don't get me wrong. The, but the poor aren't that poor in this country. In this country. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think there is
0: like, there
1: is an extreme gap Between the top 1% and everyone else. Sure. But I don't think that the focus should be on closing that gap. I think the focus should be... The people who are at the bottom. And closing that and doing our best to push those people up. Mm -hmm. I don't think the important thing... and You made a tweet about this Mm -hmm. and I made a sarcastic comment about it. I was joking, but it billionaires shouldn't exist this is something that bernie sanders has said aoc oh yeah instead of and i agree i agree with your view of that instead of saying they shouldn't exist why don't we support the bottom and push them up and i guess when i talk about well you're right we'll never have technically we'll never have equal economic opportunity of course because for that to exist everyone would have to start from the same playing field but if you still boosted
0: those people up and gave them at least a fair chance you know, that that might make an interesting kind of like a sci-fi book or something like that. If you did have everyone start in the same place. Because the only way you could do that mm. is if, like, maybe, like, the government rounded up all the kids or something. Right. They all start from, like, the same place. Literally, you know? <laughs> all the kids go through, like, government-run facility. You know, government school, you know. You should do it. Right? It. They raise all the kids. and I don't know. That would never... Never mind. That's crazy and very complicated i'm sure there is some someone could like somehow like i'm sure you could imagine some kind of world in which there was a way yeah. for everyone to start from the same place but even then it would be like some weird dystopia yeah you know so, i mean and
1: that'll never happen in our society
0: where people really do start off from the same place well too good to be true is a thing yeah, and that's too good to be true. That's too good to be true. You're never going to have a utopia. This isn't utopia.
1: But I think doing our best to maybe not necessarily achieve that, but to push people in that direction, give them the best chance.
0: Well, the biggest thing we can do is just try. Right. right. Well,
1: it's a two-way thing. You can give someone the help that they need, but whether or not they take the help and apply it. I mean that's on them.
0: It's like the idea of okay, you I mean you have to put it on them at some point because really you could say like you could give someone the keys to a life, tell them how to do it, how to be successful, and you could say like yeah, it's on them to do what they will with that knowledge, but you you could look at the whole life that they've had up to that point and you could right. say, well, this person's had a shitty life. It doesn't matter if you give them the keys. They're not going to know how to open the door no matter
1: what. Well, I think the thing that you need to do, though, is I use this analogy because it's simple, but it also, okay, so you can, you can give a, a fishing pole to someone and say, and be like, okay, do it. Probably won't figure it out. You're giving them like an instrument, but they don't know how to use the instrument. You can do it for them. They'll never have the skills to do it. You can help them maybe catch one or two show them how to do it teach them give them a helping hand let's say they're messing up let me help you out and once you've done that once they truly have those skills where they can do it on their own
0: okay then it's just up to them to then actually it's on, go on and
1: and i think and look i i don't think that in this country church. that'll ever happen because that requires a lot of public service it's work it's work it's but work. it's also it's not even that i just think I don't even think like something like that would pass. I mean, people are like so opposed to welfare. I doubt they'd now be a, that people would now oh, a bunch of people before, right? And now we're gonna teach people how to do these. Things. I mean, that'll never happen. I think that's great. Where you teach people necessarily work skills like things like that, you show them how to deal with their money, how to save, how to do things like that, how to invest, right? And you you like UBI Andrew Yang's UBI, Let's say you take that, you could help people but i just don't think in this country it would pass i mean there's too many people that are against things like
0: that but i mean who knows who knows well you'd have to wonder like how do you organize a program like that where i mean how well, do i mean you, that's difficult it's hard man just like think about all the different things that go into that think that's what
1: it. i'm that's what i'm saying like as much as like i think that that's a good idea and like obviously i think that that'd be cool and i think that'd be the best way to help people and i think as time goes on, I think that that would be, I think we would see benefits from that. I mean, like you said, it's complicated. It's complex. I don't think it would even pass in the first place. Sure. Because that requires higher taxes.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Josh is pulling his
0: hoodie. Yeah, I just funny. put on my hoodie because I'm cold. It is not. This is a lot warm. better though. Yeah. I like this. I
1: have my beanie,
0: bitch. I'm chilling now. I got a beanie. I got a hoodie i should have worn my leggings it's cold enough you
1: have leggings
0: i have leggings yeah that's not really they keep you really warm like if you wear them under your pants oh i'm sure oh yeah man that's good stuff you should get some leggings all men out there if you're listening get leggings hmm. do they make leggings for men or is it just yeah they have dudes leggings they're like sports leggings you'll see them they're like uh marketed to like runners and stuff like that mm. yeah i've seen those but leggings are good real good especially if if you live somewhere where it's really cold you want some kind of like underlayer. no that's true to keep you warm you can use it as like a kind of like a thermal Mm -hmm. kind of deal Mm -hmm. you know like long johns you know how dudes used to wear long johns
1: yeah i used to when i was a kid
0: really oh that's so funny Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah but that's that it's good don't worry about it it's fine
0: whatever but yeah no leggings dude leggings are the the best
1: I'm going to have to get some.
0: Yeah. I never, I never forgot like what the crazy deal was. Like with girls, wanting want to wear leggings and things like that, but they're actually really warm. Really? Yeah. They look like they wouldn't be. They're really warm. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's, I think like the tighter something is like the warmer it is. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what i found like in my own experience. That's what it seems like. You know, I don't know, there's just something about clothing, when it's, like, looser, there's, like, more room to breathe, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's, like, kind of cooler. But uh, if something is, like, right on your skin, Mm -hmm. it's just more effective at, like, retaining the heat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, there's that. But, so, if you, like, think about, like, if you, like, go to the snow Mm -hmm. or something, Um. Like, a lot of times, you'll wear, like, synthetic, like, thermals, like, underneath to keep you warm. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, you can't wear, like, cotton or something because it gets wet super easy. Right. But if you can wear something like that, that keeps you warm, it'll dry quick if it does get wet. You know, things like that. But that's interesting to think about, too, right? Hmm. Like, how we came up with... Clothes? Not just clothes, but, like, specifically... That kind of stuff, you know? It's true. We figured out, like, we have certain materials that are good to use in certain environments and others that are not good to use in other environments. Right. You know? Now, we just have, like, all this knowledge and we're just like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's how it works. And if you think about it, there are groups of people who had to, you know, through trial and error, they had to figure this all out over who knows how many hundreds or thousands of years. Right. You know? And now... We just go on our cell phone and just like look up what materials are good for what clothes for certain environments. Yeah. What kinds of clothes are good for certain weather and things like that. Mm-hmm. These are things that like people would have had to figure out. People making their own clothes by hand. Who knows how many years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, as... Sorry, I had a point. It's okay. It is weird to think about though. How we come up with those things
0: and Yeah. I had a point, but I lost it. <laughs> so it's okay. I mean, I you know me, I find everything fascinating. Like legit, if you just take anything and you just think about it, it instantly becomes the most interesting thing ever. <laughs> because like legit. You could look at anything. You could take something like this amp, for example. Right. Just consider this, like Somebody had to figure this whole machine out, dude. Mm-hmm. Someone had to figure out how to how to make this whole thing, you know? Like, I'm sure the first amp that somebody ever made wasn't, like, this amp that's sitting next to me right now. Right. It would have been some, like, piece of shit prototype. You know, some, like, piece of shit prototype amp. Yeah. And now we have all these different kinds of amps. We have different guitar cabinets which is just a fancy word for an amp that's made for like a guitar because it has like speakers and amplifiers inside of it and they're both yeah. like doubled up. But that that is already crazy. You know, funny story actually. There was um there was this one story that Sam over at Mega Sounds told me about. Because you know, he's a recording engineer and he told me there was this one time where this guy, he had this really nice like Vox amp. Like have you ever seen those classic Vox amps with the so. Vox it's in like gold and have the like yeah anyways this dude had this brand new vox amp Mm -hmm. and he wanted to do like a i don't know what they call it they put the amp in like a case and they like close it and then they record the sound like inside um call it like closet recording or some shit i don't know what they call it isolation or something i don't know but i did that and the amp got so hot that you see these little air vents Mm -hmm. they're made out of plastic so, what happened was the amp got so hot that they all melted in, into the amp. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And so, the amp wasn't totaled or anything. Like, they just cleaned it and it was fine, apparently. But it got so hot that legit the thing melted.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. And that and his whole reason he told us that story was because he was telling us the importance of having, of having an amp breathe. He was telling us, like, okay, so this is why it's so important that you have your amp breathe. Because if you don't let it breathe then it will
1: what do you mean let it breathe like
0: you have to let it breathe like it you can't cover up the air vents can't oh yeah close it off you have to give it as much space and airflow as you can give it because it gets so hot if you don't (coughs) That's funny i used to
1: sit on top of the amp in uh high school i was definitely covering those vents did it get hot it definitely got warm a few times but we 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 were in there long enough for it to
0: yeah i don't think
1: Probably not. It was also, like, open in the back, so, I mean. That's true. It didn't even have, like, a back covering amp, so it was probably fine, to be honest.
0: Yeah. It wasn't, like, closed off. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then, but yeah, I mean, just think about that. There's so many different builds for amps and things, man.
1: It's true. How crazy is that? Well, in different amps, like, a guitar amp won't work with the bass. You can fuck up a guitar amp if you plug a bass into it.
0: I uh, know, dude. Uh,
1: I played a, my bass in a guitar amp one time. It was fucking weird. It like tried to sound like a guitar and it wouldn't work. It, it was that's interesting. Funky. I know
0: for Miles' amp that's sitting right next to me, this Align 6 amp, Um, we plugged your bass into it and it didn't work. No. It it, it didn't even make any sound at all.
1: Mm-mm. There was one time where I, it was another one of Miles' amps. So it was a tiny one though. Mm-hmm. Like those little tiny ones and it, it worked, but it was weird. Like the pitch was all, it was just funky. Mm -hmm. But I wonder what would happen if you... I don't want to try it, but what would happen if you plugged a guitar into a bass amp?
0: Probably fuck with it. I don't know. That seems, for some reason, not as bad as plugging a bass into a guitar amp. I don't think it's as bad. I don't think it is. Well, because if you think about it, the bass is dealing with all those low bass frequencies. Right. guitar, you're not dealing with all that. So, bass amps are built to deal with that. And if you don't have to deal with it, it's kind of like... Eh, no big deal. We'll probably just cut it, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, oh, okay, But cool. if you're trying to force that into a guitar amp, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, Houston, we
1: have a problem. Right. You know, you fucking blow an amp. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. There's awesome. some base amps that are fucking nice.
0: Dude, you know what blows my mind is how big some amps are.
1: I mean, Wait, shit, the one in here is not tiny.
0: It's not, but there are some, like, heavy-ass amps. Like, amps are not fun <laughs> to lug around. Yeah, I know. I used to have to do it. Yeah. They're not fun. Yeah, but like for my band, like for every gig, like we're lugging our amps back and forth and everything like that. How many amps do you guys use? Uh, Well, everyone has their own amp except the bass. The bass, he uh plugs into the PA because he has what's called a, a Helix system. It's like a digital amp and you just plug it into the PA and then you have all your amp settings on like this digital interface. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. It is actually really cool. So he plugs in the PA system out wherever you guys are at. Exactly exactly mm-hmm. it was funny there was this one gig where the guy said like oh our pa won't be able to handle that you'll have to use like this amp give an amp to use but we're gonna be playing there again that's actually our headliner show that we're doing on the 18th mm-hmm. at the garage you guys are headlining um, it? yeah we're headlining it. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. but um this time around he's gonna tell him like nah dude like just let me plug into the pa because he understands how his system works and even if they don't think their pa can handle it if he says it can it definitely can yeah you know like if he says this works perfectly with the pa it does you know he knows what he's talking about the dude's a professional he understands how equipment works he understands right. how his equipment works and how it'll work with other kinds of equipment he, dude works at guitar center like he needs to know how oh, this stuff cool. all works yeah you know but he knows what he's talking about yeah you know and so granted like i'll give it to the dude at the venue like he didn't know he doesn't know that he doesn't know that he's talking to a fucking expert who knows this shit Right. You know, and it's his place. He's in charge. He's running everything. So, you know. So you get it. Yeah. But he's wrong. Right. Sometimes you're not right. Sometimes you're in charge, but that doesn't mean you know shit about shit. That's true. You know? That's true. And that's the thing, though, is like a lot of times, you know, you'll have like a leader or a teacher or someone who's in charge, any anything like that, where you just have someone who's like, you think they're like a level above you. Yeah. Sure, they might be in charge. They might know things they might it might be there up to them to decide who plugs into what, when or how loud things are, or whatever yeah. but um you know at the end of the day, it doesn't mean they know everything right <laughs> you know and um, I yeah. think a lot of times when people are in positions of authority, they need to learn to have humility and need to be able to recognize and understand like, okay, I don't necessarily know everything about everything all the time, and yeah, be okay with sometimes it's just trying something new I agree you know. But Especially if you can't just back it up. The thing is,
1: if you're in an authority, if you're in an authority position, position, yeah. someone might know more than you. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to just step back and let somebody run the show for a sec, let them show you something. Okay, I don't know what's wrong with that. People have like a weird power trip, but so I mean, like you said, so like you're the bass guitarist, right? He knows his shit. He knows what he's talking about. Tells the guy at the venue. he's like, look, I get it your place but trust me like i know what i'm talking maybe mm-hmm. just gives more context i work at guitar center i know how this stuff works trust me
0: i mean you probably wouldn't want us to just say that because guitar center hires knuckleheads all the time but it's a good point i mean if you know your shit you, you should speak up for yourself yeah uh, i agree should make it known like hey I you know my shit you know obviously you know, don't want to be an asshole about it but for sure if you know your shit yeah right. if you know your shit you know your shit exactly, exactly. that's kind of how that works exactly so i mean yeah yeah um there's just there's all kinds of shit like oh nice good job because i need to see what it, good job you almost knocked over a guitar well it
1: didn't fall so it's
0: okay nice nice bro bro will fight you <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is that uh you know how how we communicate like with language how or there's a certain pace that, like, people have to talk at. And uh, if you think about, like, talk shows like this one, for example, mm. you have, like, we talked about it when Allison was on this dead air thing, right? Yeah. It's fucking stupid, bro. In other countries, they think you're weird if you don't shut the fuck up after you finish talking. What do you mean? Like, it's normal to have moments of silence during a conversation. Like, people actually think it's okay if someone says something and then the other people just think about it.
1: That's kind of one of the weird things and about... And then respond. That's actually a good point because I, when you think about like, so we're doing a podcast, right? <laughs> when there's that silence...
0: should be using the silence to think. Right. Yeah. Think about what the other person said. Right. Formulate your response. It's just in a normal
1: conversation, I think that makes sense. In terms of a podcast, as much as I think it makes sense... I also think if you're not if you don't do a podcast and you've never been on one Mm -hmm. it can just seem kind of awkward
0: you might it might be like one of those things you might actually need to make a point to say especially in our 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 fuck I can't talk our Our culture culture, exactly here in the United States There, at least from you know in our communities where we've grown up and what we've experienced there's definitely a tendency to As soon as the other person finishes speaking, you immediately start speaking. Yeah. There's no pause. In other cultures, you have to, like in um, fucking South America, you have to start talking over the other person. Yeah. So, there's, like, different ways it can go, you know? Either you can have a society where uh, the, the style of communication is primarily you'll have one person talking a lot and then the other person will start talking like over you as you finish mm-hmm. you know you'll basically start talking before the other person finishes and that's how people talk there
1: it's funny because that's
0: like rude here here that's rude here we have a tendency to you say something and then i say something In yep. a, in like asian cultures it's not uncommon for them someone will speak there will be a long pause and then the other person will speak and then there will be a pause and then the other person speaks. Mm -hmm. So here we're kind of,
1: I don't know, maybe it's not an Indian. They're fucking loud. Yeah. They're
0: so loud, bro. That's funny.
1: They are loud watching like my grandfather. It's funny because it's time with the generals we were talking about. It's so funny when we, when I go to my Indian side of the family and we see all the, the family gatherings while the foods being like, they're setting up the food and stuff all the men are always sitting in the living room and I, I don't know i just find that interesting but
0: and the women are in the kitchen yeah yeah
1: but it's funny because they're so loud and they talk so much but it's funny because then there is those random can everyone's just quiet and then someone will start saying something again right but they're loud bro indians are loud <laughs> That's
0: funny. Maybe I mean, it's just Punjabis. Punjabi people well, are loud. I know, like Spanish people, especially Spanish women, have that reputation of like, oh, they're loud as fuck. Uh, yeah,
1: Punjabi men, Punjabi women, they're loud. That's funny. They're uh, they're fucking crazy.
0: It's great. I can speak from my own experience in my Mexican culture, Hispanic, Latino, whatever it is. Um, I know the name. The men. Are quieter and the women are loud and really? exciting. Yeah. And the men usually, they kind of just go along with the women. Oh, that's funny. They don't do that much talking usually. Usually it's the woman who does the talking. hmm And the men are just kind of like, they say less, do more. Hmm. Women, a lot of fucking talk, they don't do shit. Hm. It's like, go to the kitchen, make tamales. That's, wow.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> In Punjabi culture, I know
0: it's... I don't know they're just loud I mean dudes in general though I think even in the United States generally speaking they do not talk as much as women do
1: that is true I do notice that like when I'm at my grandparents house uh, like we have a whole family gathering a lot of the the men even when they're in the living room when they're talking they're loud as shit but when they're not it's quiet but there's never not talking where all like the women in my family are right i don't know it's just interesting to see that it's like so like two weeks ago i was at my grandma's house or, or sorry on a uh what was it christmas no thanksgiving wow i was off month ago two weeks <laughs> ago so anyways i was at my i was at my grandparents' house and it was funny noticing that like where the men were sitting where the women were sitting. And that is, I, huh? That's why I didn't even notice. This you're pointing it out. The men were a lot quieter. I mean, when they were talking, they were fucking loud. But, but in the kitchen and in the around the dinner table, it was loud. Like they they was never not talking, consistently. Talk, 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 talk. And the men were just quiet, watching sports. And then someone would start talking, and then they'd be loud. When they're partying, they're loud. When they're just hanging out, they're not
0: um i was on a drive back from uh la with this girl one time Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and she was trying not to fall asleep and so she was like talk to me you know like so because i'm like falling asleep so please like engage in conversation yeah you know and i was just trying to chill so i was like struggling i was like hey look (laughs) i i know you're tired and exhausted and you need me to help you stay awake but like I'm like chilled out right now. I don't have a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, talk. And I was like, fine. Because I can talk. I can talk a lot. Yeah, I know. I can just talk forever. It's fine. Yeah. I really wanted to chill out though. And by the time we got back, I even asked her. I was like, you usually don't run into guys who can actually talk this much, huh? And she was like, yeah, you do talk a little bit, a lot more. That's funny. Like most guys. Because like. just talk a lot. I know it. I talk. Like most guys. I, I don't know if it's because they can't. Or they just don't want to. There is something attractive about saying a lot with very few words though. Yeah, for sure. And that is something that I want to look into more. And that I want to focus on more. Yeah, no, me too. You know, is just uh, being more impactful. And you know saying more with less basically
1: that's something that i mean that's a good skill to have is if because sometimes you a lot of words can come out of your mouth but you can say nothing yes and sometimes very few words come out of your mouth but you, but you have said something it was like, oh shit exactly so it's knowing how to speak and it's not just speak or speaking writing whatever mm-hmm. anything where you have to use vocabulary and you have to make a point
0: Mm-hmm. saying more with less is always it's always less is more it's more impressive it's more impressive right and here. like like i was just saying i think there is something attractive when a guy knows when to shut the fuck up <laughs> you know essentially
1: That's yeah. you know
0: bottom line that's what it is there is something cool about that i think the the attractive thing isn't necessarily just that a guy doesn't talk a lot or that he just knows when to shut his mouth I think the attractive thing is when a a guy can s- use his words effectively. Yeah. And it's not just that he doesn't say a lot. It's that he doesn't say a lot because when he does speak, his words are more powerful. And they mean something. They have more meaning. Yeah. That's why that's a skill that I want to develop. Me too. You know?
1: And that's something that I think takes time and that you have to... Develop even when you learn how to do it, you have to keep tweaking it. You know, how do you become better at this? And that's like anything, right? You've learned
0: how to do something, how do you get better at it? I think it's a matter of mindfulness. I think so. You know, it's like a mental state, it takes constantly
1: thinking about what you're saying.
0: It takes you thinking about the words that you're speaking. The words yeah. say, like right now, for example, me and you are engaged in a conversation, mm-hmm. it takes one person really listening think about the words that the other person is speaking, and then developing and formulating their own response. I think that the better you get at that, the more that a conversation can become like a game, of ping pong. You know? Right. And you'll say something, and I'll be able to quickly think of an effective response to because the thing I'm- that you've said because I've practiced it so much.
1: Well, oftentimes you know? what happens too is – you might be able to come up with a response. Let's say someone is good at that. You come up with a response like that. A lot of people though, I mean, that's that whole dead air thing that happens sometimes. Or you just, and there's something sometimes you just need to think about what somebody has said before you formulate a response.
0: Sometimes you don't think you have anything to say though. Yeah. And that's why it gets weird for some people. That's why, because um, like for me, for example, I can always think of something to say. Mm-hmm. so i usually don't perceive silences as awkward because i have something i can say i just let the silences be i just kind of give things a chance to simmer down usually but i think for other people that's awkward because the reason they aren't talking is because they don't have anything to say right. or they think they don't because they haven't actually thought about it
1: that's true if you can use i want to say awkward silence it will use the silence in a conversation as like uh, use it effectively and you think about what somebody has said during that time you can have a better conversation yes versus like you're saying though if you just don't know like, oh. so, okay, what are you doing? be like
0: yeah yeah huh. <laughs> what, what are we talking about right yeah that just shows a distraction that just shows that like okay you got distracted let's kind of get you back on track yeah right That's the thing that's difficult about conversation. I do believe that there is an art to conversation. I think so. If you even just focus on like what me and you are doing right now, you really just draw your attention to it. You can notice that like right now I'm talking –
1: you notice since we started talking about this we're making way more eye contact with each other and really focusing on what we're saying
0: <laughs> yeah because now we're really
1: focused on the
0: conversation which is hint. like whoa we're having a conversation oh. about conversation it is like a dance in a lot of ways it is
1: because you're kind of bouncing off what the other person is saying right and you're doing your what you're saying this is
0: weird bro but so i see what you mean though it
1: you can you yeah. become better at it when you really engage in that you make eye contact with someone you Speak to them. Right. Eye contact is something that people get uncomfortable with, though. I'm not... So, like, you and I are making eye contact right now. Yes. You've looked away more times than
0: I have. Look into my eyes, Mary. I am looking.
1: <laughs> but if you uh, look into... But it's natural. I mean, obviously, like, I'm just, It's kind of weird that I haven't
0: looked away from you yet. That and is kind of weird. I think you need... When you're speaking to someone, you need pauses in your eye contact. You need breaks in eye contact. That's as important as eye contact, Mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of people say that like, oh, you should do good eye contact. And a lot of people will try and have good eye contact for the sake of just doing eye contact Mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, this means that I'm listening. This will send the signal. And it's like, it does. But if you're actually listening to someone, you're probably going to have good eye contact with them.
1: Right. Well, and the thing is too, listening, I mean, there's visual ways to show you're listening besides just Eye contact, it nodding your head, like oh, like you know, making little comments. Yes. How yes I, well, you don't yes. know how I always go. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I understand. I always do that. <laughs> but you don't. No. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> but you know what? I mean. There's other ways to right, like right. let me, besides just hi. Let me stare in your soul. Right. I mean. So. Yeah. The art of conversation. Conversation no. is an art, and definitely the. I mean, it's like any other type of art, the more you do it, the better you become. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> I think that's definitely true. Yeah. I think one of the biggest problems with our generation, and ooh, what the there's fuck is happening, happening outside. Kids on the fucking There's people screaming, man. I'm like, I'm trying to like talk to you. And then like, there's someone <laughs> just starts screaming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is happening? Yeah. What's up? What was that? I was saying we should wrap up soon. Oh, if you want to wrap up, we can just wrap up. Well,
1: I'm just saying because Miles is coming on in 15 minutes.
0: Oh, okay, cool. If we need to wrap it up, let's wrap it up then.
1: Yeah, I mean, I figured I'd let you know. That's why I was checking the time.
0: Okay, how long have we been recording for, man? I have no idea. Check it out. <laughs> Go ahead, and we're opening up the laptop right now. I like how right as we have to right as we bring the conversation back into focus, and we start focusing again and really starting to talk, we have to end it.
1: Hour 57
0: minutes. Hour and 57. Damn, bro. That's crazy. All right, let's record these intros and outros and get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We did it again. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, be sure and share it with friends, family, all that good stuff. And if you want to support the podcast, you, you can know. donate. You can donate. Exactly. You want to donate. Donate
1: uh feel free to donate on the cash app our cash hack is josh from your podcast all one word and if you're new to the cash app feel free to use our referral code rvwnqbs first five dollars you
0: send you get right back but we also get five dollars as well yep so it's a win-win it's a great free way to support us it is a great free way to support us this is really funny too because you can tell like every time you say that you have like your own little thing like you, you have your mode that you go into because we used to just say the same thing every time. Over and over and over. We used to have it. So it's like ingrained in your brain. It's, dude, I remember it
1: so well because we did it how many times over summer? I don't know, dude. We did it a lot of times. Yeah, I remember that shit. That's why. It's
0: okay. Exactly. All right. Well, I think I think that's it. I think yeah. we're good to go. Good to go. All, All right. right. We love you guys and we'll see you next week on Life with Josh Gamere.